Hi mamas, welcome back to Emotionally Healthy Legacy. My name is Elizabeth and I am a mom of four kids. I have three boys and a baby girl. My goal here is to help you reduce stress in your brain so that way you are more patient and calm with your children. I know how hard it is to be patient with your kids, especially when you are running and empty and you're so overwhelmed and stressed out. That's why I really want to teach you ways that you can reduce stress in your brain, reduce stress in your nervous system so that you can be more present and patient with your kids so then that you can meet their emotional needs and be the mom that you want to be with your children. Hi mama, if you've been enjoying listening to the episodes here and you want to connect more with me, I would ask you to go on Instagram. That's where I hang out the most and I am under Emotionally Healthy Legacy. Also, if you want to work with me, I have two options. I have one-on-one coaching and we go deep and we personalize exactly the things that you're struggling with and ways we can improve your life and move the needle forward. I also have a membership for moms. That one is only $39 a month and we get to focus on one topic a month. We meet twice a month via Zoom. We support each other. We encourage each other. I check in with you. We have accountability. You are a lot more likely to implement things in your life when you have accountability and you show up for it even every other week. So if you want to learn more about this, the details are in the show notes below and I would love to have you there. I would love for you to be in this community. This is what I'm here for. This is what I'm good at and I am so excited to have you be part of it. Hi mamas, welcome back to another episode of Emotionally Healthy Legacy. I have a guest for us today. Her name is Alyssa and she is a mom of multiple kids herself and five, I believe. Yes. Yes, five, five kids. So, and her message for moms is how to like become less busy and calm create more calm and peace in their home because I know for myself I do not enjoy a busy lifestyle it like overwhelms me really really quickly and being highly sensitive it like drains me so much so I am so excited to have Alyssa here so we can talk about this and um, her perspective on this why she came to this message and what some practical things she can help you and help me with um, that we can implement in our lives to create more calm and ease, less overwhelm, less stress, because this is what it's all about. I feel like motherhood should not be a chaotic um, time necessarily in our life. I feel like we can still create stillness and calm and peace and inner peace, even when you know, our kids are allowed and things are a little bit chaotic on the outside. We can still create those environments within us that um, reduce the chaos and busyness. So tell us a little bit about yourself and introduce yourself. Thank you, Elizabeth. So happy to be here with you. So as you said, my name's Alyssa and I am a minimalism junkie, also an introvert and God follower and perpetual bookworm. And as you said, I have five kids right now. They're ages two through 13. So I have over 11 years experience in balancing multiple kids while still getting time to recharge, which we agree is like the top essential thing as a mom. 
So that's why I wanted to specialize in simplifying life for introverted moms, which means your stuff, your schedule, and of course, your sanity while dealing with the family. Because afterwards, you can go make your difference in the world and enjoy the process of raising kids way more. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. Um, So both of us have like, I have four kids. And so we understand what it's like to have multiple kids in home and how um, busy life can get with multiple kids. So how would you describe an unbusy lifestyle? Like, what do you mean by that? To me, being unbusy means to craft the right pace of life for you. So most likely that means you'll need to slow your life down, way down in some cases. You've got to take stock, pinpoint what's wrong, maybe like what's too much for you, and start from the drawing board. So journaling alert. Mm-hmm. And then what is too much for you? You're your own person. You have a unique view on life. So what needs to happen for you to feel fully supported by your lifestyle, to really genuinely love your life? And I'm talking nitty gritty here. So how many evenings out of the house can you handle? How many mornings off doing something? Or maybe how many separate errands you're running during the day? How long in the evening do you need to recharge? That kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I can, I can definitely relate with that. I do not like to have a lot of things scheduled in my day. It, that's just not my cup of tea. I get so easily overwhelmed. I have to create white space in my day. Like I have to have some white space in the morning before my kids get up just so I can center myself and ground myself for the day. I need to have a little bit of white space in the afternoon. And typically, so I pick my kids up at three from school. So between two and two 30, I like, I'm done with work. I try to just use that time to just like decompress because I know once I pick my kids from school, it's like total mom mode, right? Like four kids. I mean, you want it or not, it's going to create a lot of kind of like, you know, stimulation. So I know that for myself. And then like in the evening after nine o'clock, like, like most of the time I'm like, I love you guys, but I'm off duty. Like I need that time for myself so then I can become a better mom. So then I'm not like, you know, raising my voice and agitated and frustrated. Right. Why do you believe it's so important for moms, especially to have a lifestyle that's not busy? Is when we've got 10 zillion things going on in our day, there's no way I can approach things from a Zen perspective. Not unless you're being a super saint, which, no, definitely not. (laughs) I have finite reserves of patience and nothing sinks them faster than a run out of the house or a sudden schedule change. Mm -hmm. And messy floors or a three-way sibling fight, of course, don't really help either. Yeah, yeah. So we need time built into our calendars, into our schedules, so we can get everything done that needs to be done and then have time to deal with everything that fell through the cracks because there's mm-hmm. usually one more thing you forgot from the grocery list or some bill to pay. And then we still need that time built in for our own enjoyment. Like you were saying, we need that refreshment that can only come from solid blocks of time devoted to our own hobbies. That's what keeps us fresh. Yeah, because like I'm an in- I feel like I wasn't an introvert until I became a mom. And now I feel like I'm an introvert and I like need a long time, especially being a person that easily gets overstimulated, easily drained, easily overwhelmed. I'm like, I love alone time, like having kids pull at you all day long and meeting all their needs. Like I have to have that time to refresh. Like when you 
I'm sure there's still th- days happen where like, you know, you thought the day is going to go this way and it didn't, right? And you didn't get a chance to decompress how you thought it was going to go. Like, what do you notice happens in your behavior when you feel really drained and you don't have time to decompress and recharge? When I have this to me, I'm running on what I call the should fumes. I should respond nicely. I should go look at the latest Lego creation. I should talk to my husband cheerfully. And I don't. And they don't respond nicely when I yell and snap. And he's not going to respond nicely. And so we're all caught up. And then this cycle that because I was too stressed out, I responded in a mean way. They talked back and suddenly it's like this fight has blown up over nothing. That really was nothing. It was just a question. And I was too overloaded to handle it. Yes. Yes. I definitely noticed that in myself, like a hundred percent. Because it's not just like one thing that just makes it go off the rails. It's like little things that were building up to it. And it's like, I literally didn't have a moment to just breathe. And now everything just feels like too much. And yeah, like you switch to your emotional part of the brain and you end up saying something rude or mean or disrespectful and then it just spirals, right, off the handle. And like if you go back to it, it's because some of your needs were unmet. Some of your, like I I consider alone time as one of my basic needs. So I need sleep, I need to eat, and I need some alone time to like recharge, right, to show up as my best self. And when those basic needs are not met for me, I... I'm not my best self. I'm not. I'm not the mom that I want to be for my kids and the mom I desire to be. So can you tell us a little bit what your week looks like as a mom of five? So you have some one, some you know older kids and then you have little ones. Do the little ones stay at home with you? Do the older ones go to school? Do you homeschool? What does your week of, like look like? Sure. So probably one of the biggest things is doing school that's with the three older kids and then the usual keeping the house running with who's doing what chores when and what's for supper when needs to be thawed all that sort of stuff and then I try to have as few out of the house errands or commitments as possible so we have one errand day and we can only handle being out two nights a week mm-hmm. so that means my days do you homeschool do you homeschool yeah I'm homeschooling okay. okay so the younger ones are then basically playing around the house. And then I have to send them to a different room if they're too noisy for their siblings to mm-hmm. do their studying mm-hmm. to prioritize that. Okay. Um, so one day a week you have errands. So you try to yes. minimize your errands and um, schedule them in one day. So you don't have to be out of the house that often. And then two nights a week, you have something going on where you guys are out of the house. Yes, and we've learned it does not do well if we have any more than that. I mean, less than that, like only one night a week is great, but sometimes, I mean, there's just activities you need to go to in addition to seeing family. Okay, so how about your mornings? And like, let's say you have a day that you're at home, right? You're homeschooling, your kids, like, how does your morning look like? Do you get up before your kids? Do you just wake up with your kids and just take some time in the middle of the day? How do you... Tell us a little bit about like pockets of time that you create for yourself to like recharge and decompress. How does that look like? So same as you, I wake up before the kids now, since I don't have anyone I'm nursing, so Mm -hmm. I can, I am getting enough sleep otherwise. So I get up before then I have the quiet time. I already have my day planned out. 
how I, you know, would like it to go. And then a couple hours later, everyone starts getting up, coming out. If they wake up before then, that's okay. I say, go play quietly in your room to let your siblings sleep. You never know when someone else is going to be tired. So then everyone comes out and deals with their breakfast and their morning chores. And then I start, you know, putting away coffee things in the kitchen and just doing a little bit of tidy up. And then after an hour, we start saying, okay, time to get your schoolwork. So who needs to go brush teeth? Who needs to get something away from the table? (laughs) And, you know, what chores I might need to start doing or cooking something. So that's kind of what happens for the next couple of hours. And then around lunch, it's kind of refocus again. So stop schoolwork. Then, well, they stop schoolwork. I start schoolwork. I start grading. (laughs) Whoever's done (laughs) with what by then. And then I get the food for myself and try to make sure their lunch doesn't stretch into, you know, 20 minutes to 40 minutes to 60 minutes because they view it as time to see everyone and play with everyone to play with their food. But you probably know how that goes. Yeah. And then clean up from lunch and then they still have a little bit of time before naps. So another schoolwork push for anyone who's not done, anyone who is done gets to go play. And if there's anything else I need to get done, I'll take care of that then. Okay. Um, and do you spend, do your kids, what time do they go to bed at night? We tell the little ones to go to bed at seven and the older ones stay up to closer to 830. Okay. All right. So they're all in bed at night. Do you use any of that evening time for yourself or do you normally just like, I'm done? Um, well, basically after seven, all the older ones are staying up, but they're told to be in the room or go play outside. So the evening time for me can start as soon as the little ones are down. Okay. Okay. Well, that's nice. That's awesome. Um, what do you do to recharge as an introvert? Because I'm an introvert. I do like reading. I do like, I like the paint by numbers. I do a coloring book. Sometimes I just like move my body. Sometimes I just sit there and like literally take deep breaths and like visualize myself and like a calm place. You know, sometimes I I work because I love doing what I do and it just like, it energizes me and recharges me too. Like I just enjoy it. It doesn't feel draining to me. So those are some of the things I do to kind of like decompress and to recharge. How about you? Yeah, same here. I love reading. So I have expanded that recently to consider listening to a podcast being reading since it's kind of taking in Mm -hmm. information. Mm-hmm. And also the going in walks, as you said, to decompress, nothing better than being on a walk by yourself and just talking out. So what went wrong? Well, not so much wrong. It's what went against my expectations mm-hmm. and how can I get over that and, and move past it? Um, and then also I use that for afternoon work time since, as you said, it is, I never expected to enjoy quote unquote work so much. So mm-hmm. yes. Yeah, so so I, I use the yeah. nap time for that. Okay. So once once I started this business, I love what I do so much. I keep telling my husband, I'm like, where does the time go? When I sit down to work, I feel like the time just disappears. Like it just goes so quickly. Yet when there's something I'm doing that I don't really enjoy, right? Like I don't enjoy cooking. It just seems like it drags on forever or like housework, right? I'm like the time just takes, feels like it takes forever, right? 
But when it comes to like doing the thing that you enjoy, it seems like the time just flies. And so working in in this and doing this and like even recording as podcast doesn't feel like work to me. Like I love it. I love it. I just thrive off of it. So it actually truly does recharge me. Yeah. It's fun when the work can be almost the form of self-care too. Not that you don't need to read and do painting mm-hmm. in addition, but it helps fill the bucket instead of being another drainer. Oh my gosh. Yes, for sure. So what would you say to like another mom who says, I think it's selfish. I feel like I'm selfish if I take time for, for myself. Cause I, have had many conversations with many moms who feel guilty for taking time for themselves. They feel like they have to be with their kids all the time because that's what they think is a good mom does. And then they end up feeling so burned out and they end up raising their voice and they, you know, they're not their best selves, but they feel so much guilt when they tell their kids, no, I can't be with you. I need some time for myself or if they even hire a babysitter or they drop the kids off at grandma's for a little bit so they can have time for themselves. They just can't seem to bring themselves to do that like because they think it's selfish. What do you have to say about that? Here's a question. Do you also believe it's selfish to leave the kids to spend time with just your husband so that eight nights and then you'll get away or telling the kids to go back to bed because you're busy talking with daddy? Is that selfish in your mind too? Because if you think that time in your marriage is selfish, then I don't think we can help. Only if you see that increased closeness and breakthroughs in your relationship come from time apart from your kids, will you set aside that time for your marriage? And that directly applies to alone time for you and parenting from your best self. Mm -hmm. Yeah, thank you. That's a really good perspective. I also feel like um, that puts so much pressure on a mom and it's an unrealistic and almost an unattainable standard that really like drains you so much. So we all have a limited amount of energy that we get up with and, you know, in the day and you want it or not, your kids take that energy from you. Every time they ask you to do something, every time you are resolving an argument or a fight, every time they have any sort of needs and you're just comforting them, whatever it might be, right? Like that drains your energy so much all day long. And if you don't like replenish that and do something for yourself that you truly enjoy, you will run on empty, right? And like, You do not expect a car to drive when it's empty. It's going to stall. And it's going to eventually just, if you keep trying, you're going to, it's going to fall apart, right? It's, it's not going to do its job. Same thing for you. Like as a mom, I believe that it, you cannot show up as your best self if you're running it empty. You're going to feel more anxious. You're going to feel more stressed. You're going to feel more overwhelmed you're going to feel more agitated and frustrated. And what is that going to happen? It's going to come out in your behavior and your tone and your words, right? And that will also affect your relationships with your spouse, with your kids. Because if we're so frustrated and agitated, we end up saying hurtful things, right? Things we don't really mean. And that hurts relationships. And I find myself, like, would I do things that, I love and I thrive 
I feel like I'm also like not just a mom, right? I feel like I'm a little bit more than that. And I love that. I love that part about myself. And then I feel like when I am a mom, I'm a lot more present and I don't resent my family for having all those needs. Because if I'm exhausted and overwhelmed and then they have all these needs, I feel so drained. I feel like I can't meet them like in the best way. And then I feel resentful that they have all these needs. Do you relate with that? Yes, so much. So how do you um, communicate with your kids when you need some time alone? That's where instituting the nap time come quiet time for the older ones has been really helpful. It's not a matter of how long can I go today before I snap. It's a set time every day. Okay, one o'clock, put the kids to bed, everybody go be quiet. And I teach them because some of them are introverts too. This is your chance to be alone. You can take a break from chores. I'm not going to ask you to do schoolwork. You do not have to share with your siblings. You can tell them to leave your room and go find another spot to play. Mm -hmm. You get to recharge. You get to do something fun. And then anytime if they come out and ask me something, I say, remember, it's quiet time. <laughs> ask mm -hmm. mommy afterwards. Mm -hmm. That's good. That's good. Because like, um, I know that I have one son also I have four kids so two of my boys I feel like they're extroverts like they could men they definitely benefit from quiet time but they I don't feel like oh my gosh they need it in order for them to like show up as their best but I have one boy who is highly sensitive he seems to get overwhelmed really easily and overstimulated easily he um, comes from school and usually like there's a meltdown right away because like I feel like he needs time to decompress. He likes being alone. When he's like upset about something, he's like, leave me alone. I need to be alone. And like, he'll just play by himself. Like, but he needs to be alone. So nobody like bothers him or says anything. Like he just needs that space and that time. And so I think it's so important for us to recognize like, what kind of person are we? Like, how can we set ourselves up for success to support ourselves so then we can show up as our best self? And same thing for our kids. If you notice one of your kids that is an introvert and they need that space, let's like practice creating that space for them and teaching them the importance of it so then they can show up as their best self. Do you have any friend moms who are extroverts? don't have a lot of friends right now actually so I mean I have had some in the past but not not really close okay because I well, a lot of my friends are introverts and they need a long time but I have a mom she's highly sensitive but she is an extrovert which is usually highly sensitive people are introverts but she loves being around people and community she loves when we come over and with like grandkids, she loved when, when I was a teenager, she's like, Oh yeah, invite your friends over. It makes me feel that I'm younger when I'm around, around younger people. And like, she just thrives off of people. She loves it. And that re-energizes her. And I'm like, I can do that for a little bit, but then I'm like, okay, I'm good. I'm done. Like, I'll see you tomorrow. Like I need time to like recharge and decompress by myself. Like nobody asked me no questions, nothing. And so 
I think when I started to notice that I am an introvert, it was such a big change for me because my mom was an extrovert. I don't ever remember my mom saying I need some alone. She had six kids, like saying I need some alone time. I need some time to recharge. It was just not a thing. And now I can see like why, because she's an extrovert. Like she thrived off of being around people. She loved it. And for me, I'm like, I'm different and accepting that I am different and that is okay. And I can choose to do things that support me and set me up for success. So I know like for myself, when I have my alone time in the morning, 90% of the day, 90% of the time, my day goes much, much smoother. Then if I get up and like I'm running late, I'm running behind, I feel like everything is a lot more chaotic. That's probably why I actually like the work days better than the weekends because the weekend, yeah, you don't have the alarm going off as early, but there's none of the alone time setting intentions or whatever before. It's just everyone roll out of bed and all the kids are awake and making noise and get breakfast and Yeah. Yeah, I really enjoy structure. I'm like, I need structure. I need plan. You can't just call me like and be like, hey, do you want to go hang out like in 10 minutes? I'd be like, no, like, no, you got to do me like a two day notice like or yes. something. Yes. <laughs> I'm like I'm not I'm like I already mentally prepared. Let's say I'll have my alone time or I need some mm-hmm. housework done today. Like, no, I need, I need like a two day notice. Yes, I'm so the same way. Oh my gosh, yes. And like, I have friends that are like, they're so spontaneous. And like, it's hard for me to understand. So hard for me to understand. But knowing what I need to show up as my best self and how I can structure my day in my life. And um, I, I love your message. I think it is so important to like slow down. So then you have space and room in your day when your child is having a meltdown, right? Like, and you can come alongside them and be like, hey, I see you, you're having a hard time and I'm right here. And you have that, like maybe half an hour to connect with them, figure out what's wrong, what's like, what's bothering them. But if you're constantly rushing, 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 rushing because your schedule is so full, you're not gonna have time for moments like that. So definitely, definitely. Well, thank you so much. Thank you for coming here and talking a little bit about like what your message is, what your day looks like and the importance of having like an unbusy life um, and like how that can support us to be our best selves. Um, Can you tell us where our listeners can find you? Sure. I'm at yourunbusylife.com. I have a new podcast episode that will come out every Tuesday. Okay. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much. And um, our listeners can go check out your podcast. And I I love the name of the website, You're in Busy Life. That's awesome. It's like right on, spot on your message. Thank you so much. Hi, sweet friend. If you enjoy listening to these episodes, I would ask you for a favor. Could you please go and leave me a review? That is so helpful for us who do podcasts and reviews mean everything. So I would really appreciate that and you have a wonderful day.